What up, what up, PC fam? Welcome to another episode of Chill with Chill. I know I missed last week, Chill, but I was tapped in as much as I could. It was a fire <coughs> week, as, as always. J Rob steps in and does his thing. Um, I don't know, Big Ox. I think your nephew trying to get your job, yo. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I, I told him that uh, that my big man, he about to start throwing bowls. You keep coming around like this. My, my, my big man going to start throwing elbows. So you better watch out, J-Rob, because it, it, it might turn into something else. So watch out. But he man, held awesome. it down for you. He held yeah, it yeah. down. My uh, man, J-Rob, he always do his thing. Um, so actually, last night after I did the playback with you and Ron, yeah. I jumped on the playback with him. And Jalen and Seven, that was it was pretty cool. Or which game was that last night? That that we did, we did the Lakers Clippers. Oh, the Lakers and Clippers. All mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. it was Lakers a yeah, it was a good game. It was a good game. Mm-hmm. But let's not beat around the bush, Chilltown. There's an elephant in the room. Yes, it is. There's an elephant in the room. Um, they fired a man that was, I believe, thirty and thirteen. Second, the Milwaukee second best top, top for the second best record in the NBA right now. Hired a, a veteran mm-hmm. at Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. Been mixed feelings about this. Like, what's next now? There's some, there's some people that ain't feeling it, man. There's some people that's that's looking at it like it's a bad move. Like, what? Why? Why is this happening? But big ox, man. What glitters ain't gold. And mm-hmm. when you have something like Giannis Antetokounmpo. You can cover up a lot of mistakes. Not only can you cover up a lot of mistakes, you can cover up a lot of glaring holes, a lot of them, when you got a guy that's that good. And the Milwaukee Bucks, they've had some fortune. Well, damn, Chill, what you talking about when you talk about fortune? Well, number one, they've had the easiest schedule in the league so far. So, and, and with that being said, they've capitalized on it. Sure, they've won. But now the second half of the season, they're going to have to start playing a lot tougher teams and they're going to have to cover these tougher teams. I saw them against the Utah Jazz at home down 30. I saw them get put 27 in a hole at home by the Trailblazers. I saw the Detroit Pistons almost put 140 on them. They have problems. Don't get me wrong, Ox. I think that this coach, I think that, Adrian Griffin, I think he's going to be a damn good coach in the NBA, a damn good head coach. I just don't think this was his job. The thing I'm worried about more than anything when it comes to this particular situation, it's not Milwaukee and it's not Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's what's now going to be the perception on Adrian Griffin. Mm -hmm. Because now does this mean Adrian Griffin, who ends up getting canned in the middle of the season? Okay, so he's not a good coach. Just so you know, David Black never coached again in the NBA. Cleveland yeah. was in first place when he got fired in the middle of the season. They went to the finals the year before that. It was in the finals the year before that, lost in six games without Kyrie and Kevin Love. And then this, and then the next year, they were in first place in the Eastern Conference. And he gets fired in the middle of the season. Never coached again in the NBA. Not one game. Could Giannis, could Giannis be on his way to being considered a coach killer? I was just thinking that. And the question that I have to – the follow-up question that I have to ask is, Is that a bad thing for Giannis to want to take control of his career and have the right people in place? Big Ox, I've told you this before. I'm 29 years old. I don't have five, six years to be with a coach that we ain't sure what he's doing. I don't have that kind of time. 
Now, don't get me wrong. Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers has somewhat of a, of, a, of, a, of a tainted track record. I mean, you mentioned it earlier today when you talked about if I got to keep bringing up this instance and this instance and this instance and this instance, it's not one thing. It's like going to court and I'm trying to give you reasons why I should be let go. And it's this, even though this happened and this happened and this happened mm-hmm. and this happened. It's starting to look bad on me. It is starting to look bad on me. So I, I, I appreciate Giannis wanting to take control of his career and wanting to play for the right coach because just like the right coach can enhance your career, Mike D'Antoni with Steve Nash, Amari mm. Stoudemire, and those guys, the wrong coach can wreck you, Big Ox. The wrong mm. coach can completely throw your career and throw the trajectory of your career off balance, and you'll never be the same again. Never get back to the NBA Finals. Never get back to being a competitive or being a championship-level team. you got to have the right people in there. I am convinced that Adrian Griffin is a good coach. I just don't think this was his job. Right. Right. I just don't think this was his job. Now, here's the million-dollar question. The million-dollar question is, is this Doc Rivers' job? That's the million-dollar question. Is this, one, is this Doc Rivers' job? And two, is are they finished in terms of, to retooling this roster. Because if you look at what's going on with the Milwaukee Bucks, they got holes, Big Ox. And changing coaches is not going to change that. Okay, sure. You got guys who buy into a certain system. And you've said that before in the past. You know, you got to buy into it. Right. You got guys who will buy into a certain system. But you also have guys who've been doing it a certain way for a long time. Even though it hasn't been working, They've been doing it a certain way for a long time, and they're set in those ways. And once you get to a point in your career where I'm in year 10, I'm in year 11, I'm in year 12, it's pretty hard to break those habits. It's almost impossible to break those habits. And they got a perimeter defense issue. Not only do they have a perimeter defense issue, they got a a Dame Lillard defense issue. I've said this to you already, Ox. You don't switch ones and fives. That's a scheme issue. Not only is it a scheme issue, that's also a communication issue. I'm not switching on to Ox. Ox goes six eight six nine. I'm six four. I'm not switching on to Ox. Twos and fives, twos and fours don't switch. There's no reason for me to switch. You don't switch. You don't switch ghost screens. What is a ghost screen? A ghost screen is when these guys come over acting like they're gonna screen. They don't even screen, Big Ox. They just mm-hmm. walk over to you, and then mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you just accept the switch. We don't yeah. need to switch. We do not need to switch ghost screens. Also, we don't switch slip screens. All the big guy, all the big guy is doing is he's faking like he's gonna screen and he's slipping the screen. We don't need to switch that. Just stay with him. Stay with pay attention and stay engaged and stay with him. But Damian Lillard dies on on on, on ghost screens, he dies on any screen, he's switching ones and fives, and that defensive effort, which is gonna help you win an NBA championship, he hasn't displayed it. And because he hasn't displayed it, that's resonated throughout the rest of the crew on the perimeter. When you are playing that level of defense, Drew Holiday is a prime example of that. Drew Holiday was playing that level of championship defense years ago when they won the NBA championship. And it became infectious on the crew. Everybody else now bought into that. I want to make sure that I'm not blowing my assignment because he's busting his tail to make sure that he's doing his job. Well, I don't want to not do my job. I want to do my job to make sure that I'm covering too. So right. I'm getting around screens. I'm closing right. out like I need to. I'm rebounding. 
if my point guard is just not going through the motions, but waiting to get the ball back, just trying to get back to the ball, that 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 that's not a recipe for success. You would think that Giannis, being the defender that he is, you would think that that would resonate. You would think that that would resonate with the rest of the crew, but it's not on the perimeter. It's not. And this is these are holes that they need to fill. Definitely mm. holes that they need to fill <clears throat> and schemes also. And with get and getting with Doc Rivers, I think Doc's scheme may be a little bit different. And I think that defensively they could improve, but those guys got to buy in. I'm not sure if Dame Lillard is too far along in his career that it may be too late, Big Ops. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking right. that he might be too far along in his career that I don't know if if, if we can fix this. Man, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to have to be somebody else out there. It's going to have to be somebody else, or they're going to have to acquire somebody. We talked about that earlier on the panel. Uh, Alex Caruso, Bruce Brown, Herb Jones, DeJounte Murray. They're going to have to acquire one of those guys in order for it to really be something. Uh, and speaking on that, because Chilton, when you said that slipping the ghost screen, it just did something to me. It just did something to me. I'll just... I get hot, you know, like, what are you, why would, why are you, nobody even touched you. You just hear, so you just see the screen, you hear, you hear it's coming left, it's coming left, and you just, all right, like, fight, and get through even, that. You don't even try to get around it. You don't even yeah. try to get around it. You just accept that this is what it's going to be, and mm -hmm. all, all, all I would have to do, Big Ox is walking toward me, or Big Ox is, is, is jogging toward me like he's going to screen, which he's not. He's just selling that he's going to screen. Right. All I have to do is step, maybe, may, maybe just step back a step. I'm not even playing drop coverage because it's not like Ox is screening me. Uh-uh. All he's doing is running past me. All yeah. I got to do is just drop down and get right back to my guy. We don't have to switch that. That's lazy, no effort defense. That has nothing to do with IQ. Nothing to do with it. And this roster has to change, Big Ox. They have to. I'm not saying that they should. They have to get themselves a wing defender. I'm calling up Chicago, and I'm checking your temperature on Alex Caruso. I'm calling up New Orleans, and I'm checking your temperature on Herb Jones. I'm calling up Atlanta, and I'm checking your temperature on DeJounte Murray. I'm calling up any and everybody that has wing defenders. Right. I'm calling your temperature, and I'm, I'm, calling, I'm calling you, and I'm, I'm checking your temperature on your guys. Because we got to fix this. We're not going to win the way this roster is currently constructed. Because I can tell you right now, Ox, what you're going to do is you're going to run into a crew that has what you have. When you get to the playoffs, you're going to run into a crew that has what you have. But they do more. They do more on the defensive end. They do more on the offensive end. And you're going to be finished. That's going to be the difference. I'm still in on top of that, Chilton. I don't want to get too far into it, but... Um, earlier, I was trying to make a point about how I don't like how he got fired and how Doc got, you know, how they, just how they did it. Um, mm -hmm. I do think Doc is a better coach, obviously. I just mm -hmm. didn't like the only thing I didn't like was Adrian Griffin getting fired. I'm not, I'm not disappointed at Doc getting the job. Um, mm -hmm. And it kind of the we didn't, I didn't get to finish my take. It kind of got caught up in why did he get he get he get fired? You know, it kind of got mm -hmm. caught up into that. We didn't really get to the point. Um, I'm still having a hard time believing that they would fire their head coach because Bobby Portis doesn't doesn't like him or doesn't like the situation. So I'm, I'm just kind of – that's why I said that earlier. Like, is Giannis on his way to being considered a, a coach killer? And now I understand you you want him to have, be able to have control of his career and, and whatnot, but I don't know, man. I'm, I don't know. Even, even, even 
even if I do, and I do feel like that, Ox. I do feel like Giannis wants to have control of his career. That's why he put Milwaukee on notice. That's why he didn't sign that extension right. earlier. He he wanted he wanted to check their temperature and see where Milwaukee was in terms of moving forward. You know, where where, where are you guys? I'm not gonna waste my prime years with you guys not being serious about winning. I'm not doing that. That's not going to happen. I'm not trying to hear that. So I need to find out how serious you guys are about winning. That way I can now gauge where I want to be. So with that being said, that also has to do with coaching. That's not just with, 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 with personnel in terms of players. That also has to do with coaching too. So if the wrong coach is in here and you guys are hiring the wrong coach, well, and I know that right from the beginning, this ain't the right guy. I know that. We have to do something about that. And right. one, one, one of my good buddies told me one of the one of the best qualities of a great business is when you fail, fail fast. If we got it wrong, let's fix it right now. Let's not wait three, four years down the line before we find out that we got the wrong guy in here and now it's too late to fix it. If we know right now we got the wrong guy in here. Let's make sure that we have, let's make sure that we got somebody in place that we can at least say we're doing the right thing with this guy. But I'm right, also having right. a difficult time, Ox, with the whole way to, the whole way this 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 hiring thing went down. Like you, you got Doc Rivers in the back as a consultant, and in the process of you having him as a consultant, he's consulting Adrian Griffin on how to be a coach, but then you guys end up moving in a different direction and then you end up hiring him and that whole thing stinks ox it's how long how long do you think doc how long do you think doc knew that he was getting his job like do you think he's been knowing for the past week or so or i I mean they they could they they didn't call him yesterday and he signed the paperwork today no that did not happen that did he did not find out yesterday (laughs) if they were interested in hiring him no that's not what happened i think this has been something in the works for a long time big ox because again Mm -hmm. We're talking about a coach who he, he quite possibly lost his locker room. And with mm-hmm. him losing that locker room, management may very well have gone to him and said, we're about to make a move. And not only Adrian Griffin, they went to Doc quietly. Yeah. Yo, we're going to make right. a move. And we want to know how you feel about being a coach of this team. Because one thing you can't do, Big Ox, you can't move on from this guy if you don't know who you're moving on you with. Right, right. Especially at especially at this time of the year, because coaches mm-hmm. are not at, coaches are at a premium. Every coach, the majority of coaches, we already got our coach. So yeah. if you firing somebody in the middle of the season, you're not going to get the creme de la creme that you would get at the end of the season when guys are available. So if I'm moving on from Adrian Griffin, I better know who I'm replacing them with, and I can tell you right now who I'm not replacing them with. I'm not replacing them with the assistant coach on the bench. I'm right. not doing that because if that's the case, that's the dude I should have hired from the beginning. Who's com- who's coming with Doc? Is 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 Sam Cassell leaving that Boston bench or is he is he is he in is he over there in Boston? I don't he, think so. He, I don't think he's leaving that Boston bench. I'd be surprised if he if he left that Boston bench. I think that him staying in Boston, I think that puts him in line mm-hmm. for another for for a head coaching gig. I don't think he leaves. Missoula to go over to get with Doc Rivers. I doubt that happens. Um, who would help Doc Rivers? Because again, Sam Cassell is one of his main guys. Yeah. Doc would really have to Doc would have to put together a staff pretty quickly. But I right. think that he already did that though, Big Ox. I don't think this is something that 
don't mm-hmm. think this is something that, like you just said, yesterday he found out about this, so now he's scrambling. No, this has been this has been in the works for quite a while. So because this has been in the works for quite a while, hey, yo, Big Ox, listen, I'm about to get this Boston job. Mm-hmm. Big Ox, I'm about to get this Milwaukee job, and I need you to I need you to keep quiet about this. They're about to move in a different direction, and I need you to keep quiet about this, but I'm about to get this Milwaukee job and I need you to come with me. Yeah, hey, get uh, ready. Let's we going. Yeah, this, this is, this is about to happen. Um, Hey, listen, I need you. And that's how doc is putting the word out. Right. That's right. exactly how I believe he's putting the word out. Cause there's no way he's like, he just got the job yesterday and he just found out yesterday. Like, Oh man, I got, I, I got to get some guys together. No, Mm-mm. that's not the way business, not at this level. It's not, that's not the way business works. Mm-mm. Not the way. What? I, what's I, the? I, I'm I'm reaching here. I'm reaching far right now too. I'm reaching real far. What's the possibility that he can acquire a bench with the likes of Nate McMillan and Mike D'Antoni? Is that is even that, remotely possible? Like, well, first of all, I didn't even. To be honest with you, I wasn't even a doc. I'm. Not, I wasn't even a Doc Rivers fan in this. I. I was the one who. And I ain't say nothing to you guys about this, but I was actually talking to a buddy of mine yesterday and I said, yo, get Mark Jackson on line one. Get Mark Jackson on line one. There's no reason why Mark Jackson still shouldn't be a head coach. I'm not buying the logic that he burned bridges. Man, these coaches have none. None of these coaches have left jobs and all it's, it's been. OK, Big Ox, thanks for you. They, I appreciate it. They, no, absolutely not. It's plenty of these coaches that were like F you quietly. To management, I'm sure of it. And the fact that Mark Jackson, the fact that Mark Jackson has not been awarded another opportunity, it's disgusting. It just is. It's it, it's absolutely mm. disgusting. But to answer your question, for him to call up Mike D'Antoni, Mike D'Antoni is in a space right now where he's probably retired. He's chilling. I don't think Mike D'Antoni's coming back to the NBA. He already did the assistant thing in Brooklyn, right. but he did it with a he, now. In did fairness, Steve Nash. he did it with a dude who he did it with a dude who was in transition who didn't. I, I personally don't think Steve Nash even wanted the job. I think he got talked into that job. I don't even think he wanted the big eyes. But with that being said, Nate McMillan, I could see Nate McMillan. I could see him calling up Nate going, hey, Nate, listen, this Milwaukee thing is going to happen in the next couple of weeks. And I need a guy that knows his stuff. Will you come help me? Will you come help me? I could see. I, I could see. Nate McMillan checking Doc. I could see Doc checking Nate McMillan's temperature and getting back to him like, yeah, I could do that. Maybe yeah. I could get maybe I could get Damian Lillard to play some defense because yeah. I'm gonna because I'm gonna need it. Gonna that's need the it. that's that's the door I, I want to see. I want to see Nate McMillan on his bench. I don't know mm. if it's remotely possible at all. I don't know the relationship. I have no idea about any of that. Just off of my just my brain. If I if I could step in Doc's shoes. I, I I called Nate McMillan. I also saw uh, I think I can't remember who that was in the chat. I think that might have been Zen Master uh, had brought up uh, maybe Damon Stoudemire coming along from Georgia Tech, which I don't know if he's if he'd be willing to leave right now. You know they're in the middle of the season, right. but um, but you know I'm just thinking yeah. about man who 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 could because I, I want I want Doc to I want him to assemble the Avengers. You know just like let's mm-hmm. let's put this bench together. You know sure. we, we got we what well, we got maybe two shots at it this year and next year. I, 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 with, 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 in addition to this year, I think they got two. With this year, oh, they got okay. two more years, total of okay. three years. So we already had, we already halfway through this season. So we got two more years after this, and I think the window closes. 
Damon Stoudemire is a bad pick. And the reason why Damon Stoudemire is a bad pick, because why did he leave Boston? Why would he leave Boston to go get a head coach job at Georgia Tech only to get back to Milwaukee and be an assistant? There's no mm -hmm. reason for me to do that. Nah, mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. No yeah. reason for me to do that. Right, right. I can see that. I can see that, man. Well, I'm I'm excited about it. Um, mm -hmm. Let me see real quick. Uh, we got topics today that we're going to get into. But as y'all know, y'all run the show. Um, y'all sending these super chats. I got one from Liam, ne from Liam McLean. Mm -hmm. He said, I think a big factor in Doc slash Buck's success is Giannis' connection with Doc Doc's coaching style. And if Giannis is okay with the coaching change. Well, obviously he is okay with the coaching change because Adrian Griffin basically lost them, right? With Adrian Griffin losing them, right? With, with, with Adrian Griffin losing them, he probably, he lost Giannis and they lost faith in that crew. So Doc being proven going into the playoffs, winning the, even though he won the NBA championship years ago, he's still a championship coach. That's still, that, that, that's still a fact. Now, would Giannis buy into Doc's style? I don't think that Doc has to switch up Giannis. I think that that might be, I think that might be one of the issues that Giannis had with Adrian Griffin. I think he he had he probably had a, had an issue with Adrian Griffin trying to switch switch Doc up. Let me switch Giannis up. Giannis didn't have the ball as much, or maybe he did have the ball more. I think defensively it was more than anything. More than more than anything, it was defensively the schemes that they was running and not switching sw switching every screen and not fighting over screens and not being able to cover one on one. I think he lost faith in in what Adrian Griffin was doing. Doc is going to demand that. I, I I will give Doc credit on that. Doc is going to demand that you defend. If you don't defend, you got you got to sit down. You will sit down. Which I'm all for that, Big Ox. I am all for a coach holding his players accountable. Let's go. Sit down. This ain't good enough. This defense right here isn't good enough. So, I think that I think that 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 Giannis will buy into that. But ultimately, what it is with Giannis, not not with Giannis, it's the message. It's it's the messenger. It's not the message. So that same message that Adrian Griffin was 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 trying to send to the group, I think Doc's going to send it. I think they they would be more receptive to to Doc than they would Adrian Griffin. Yo, what's up, y'all? What up, Breezy? I'm I'm still a villain, still a villain, talking mad, talking crazy, not crazy, but talking about Macau Bridges and how his offense don't mean as much as it should because he don't play the other side of the ball. How his defense is uh, uh, more important than his offense. Why he shouldn't be taking 26 shots, and anytime he take the most shots on the team, we lose those games. How Jock Vaughn was supposed to be the stellar coach, and he's not. He's not a defensive minded coach, and we've been taking losses because of it. So my question to you, Chill, is: First off, I'm the villain. I, I try not to be the villain, and it is just is what it is at this point. But uh, coaching, y'all talking about coaching, and I want to know. How you feel about the fact that in that season with uh, Byron Scott and Lawrence Frank, they split the season and they split it when uh, with the Nets, New Jersey Nets. Uh, I checked it before I pulled up. Um, Byron Scott was 22 and 20 and they relieved him of his duties. Mm -hmm. 
and gave the, the, the job to Lawrence Frank, and he was 25 and 15 after that. Now, I'm just asking for a friend. I'm not saying I'm the Nets fan saying that Jock Vaughn shouldn't be there. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just curious of the tolerance because of the GM or the, the owner. And I only said that to say to y'all conversation, respectfully, do was 30 and 13. A Brooklyn Nets fan would love a coach that would have the Brooklyn Nets 30 and 13. Right. So, and in your in your opinion, should the Nets have tolerance for what Jock Vaughn is doing, or they should move forward? Well, two things: the 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 Byron Scott firing when they relieved him of his duties. There was an issue between him and Jason Kidd. I didn't know that. That was, that was that was one that was one of the main problems, which is why they ended up moving on from Byron Scott because there was an issue between him and Jason Kidd. I can't speak to what that issue was. But those two, they were they they were button heads. It wasn't mm. it, it, that that wasn't working. That's number one. In terms of Jacques Vaughn, when you have a team like the Brooklyn Nets had, I think that the, when you had Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and you have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and um, James Harden, once you move off of those three guys, you're not going to replace those guys with guys like that. So because of that, I don't see the problem with developing. I think the biggest problem is, is that Brooklyn fans, they expect, yo, we're a playoff team. We're going we, we, we're gonna to try to make a run toward the playoff instead of, and this is a management issue too. This is why the Yankees, this is why the Yankees were what they were. Because one of the things I always dug about Brian Cashman, and I couldn't, I'm, I'm not a Yankee, I'm a Mets fan. I can't stand about Brian Cashman is, he, I'm, I, I can't stand, I, I can't, I dug about Brian Cashman is he made it clear if the Yankees were rebuilding, he put it out there. Yo, we starting over. This is who we starting over with. And New York fans get behind that. Now in Brooklyn, which is, not, which is definitely a borough and New York fans. One thing I found out about New York fans, don't pull the wool over their eyes. Don't bullshit them. Keep it a beam with them. Yo, we trading for Mikael Bridges. We got this young kid, Cam Thomas. We got this young kid, Cam Johnson. This is who we're building it with. This is who we starting with, as opposed to, yo, we making the playoffs next year. Like the Knicks were doing when they were losing 50 games every year for five straight years. Right. You can't pull a wool over these, you can't pull a wool over these guys' eyes. Be honest with the Brooklyn Nets. This Brooklyn team, yo, Jacques Vaughn, I think this is his. I mean, when he was in Atlanta, when he was in Orlando, that was a cup of coffee. This is his first real head coaching job. This okay. job right here. So he's basically. He's under not not under indictment, but this is new for him. This is the first time he's actually had a team where he can understand what he's doing, and he should actually get more. He should actually he not get more credit, but the way that they handle in this whole thing, if it was handled like a development more than these guys are actual playoff contenders and these guys are actually doing something in the playoffs, that's where the divide is. That's where the biggest problem is with this crew. That's good. That's where the biggest divide in the fact that uh, a couple of pieces is missing to the puzzle. Lead guard. We don't That's have what development means, Leaf. That's why you're developing. Well, we, we developing dudes that's in their mid twenties to uh, going uh, going in their late twenties and everything. Well, like when and when you talk about Mikael Bridges, uh, uh, Cam Johnson, and and the crew, and uh, what's McCall about to be twenty five, and now we got to come out of pocket for him. Whole bunch of expiring contracts that like. I would I would agree with you if it was development, but the problem is we don't know what direction it is. Nobody knows what direction it is because when you got aspiring contracts and, and no picks coming up, where's your direction? Where is it? 
Well, that's, uh-huh. where, management comes in. that's where management comes in. Right. Hold on. Also, I wanted to add the same management that traded in the last two trade deadlines: James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. And then the owners talking about, "Yo, uh, my my religion is winning." See, this this is what I'm talking. This is what I mean when I say pulling the wool over over fans' eyes. That's not who New York is. If you're being honest with them, yo, if you if I'm moving on from Kevin Durant, what 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 organization? Is moving on from players like Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, and not starting over. There is no. Okay. If, if, right. if, if, if you're moving on from these three guys, you have to make it has to be apparent. We starting over. This is and, what we're and, doing. And this is what I keep telling people. Right now, we the 2015 Denver Nuggets. Go look at their record and go to and so to, listen. We can't be as good as that team, bro. Then I don't know what direction we are. Because that was the team with no direction either. You know what I'm saying? Because that, oh, oh, just to put something on your mind, that was the first year that they got uh Mike Mike Malone, and that was right. the first year that they got uh, uh Jokic. They didn't get Murray to the next year. So, so hold on, let me let me let me ask this question since y'all brought that up. Um, uh, what was Jokic's numbers and his usage rate? I heard y'all talking about usage rates on the panel the other day, but so let me just be clear about what I mean. Was he the go-to guy? And the only reason why I ask this question is because they made McCall and Cam Johnson this duo that is is not real. They're, they're not go-to guys, and they're not clutch in the fourth quarter. I'm the villain. Chill. It is what it is. They're not, they're not clutch. They can't go can't go to them in the fourth quarter. They all, And on top of that, just the, I said that already. I want to say that again. I just think that Cam Thomas should be the number one guy. We haven't went to him. And I said that if they ran a pick and roll between Cam and Clax, it will work. And it did. But they still go to uh, uh, McCall Bridges and Cam Johnson at the end of the game. And I think that's a coaching error opposed to Sean Marks. I also um, think, too, don't leave out, Breezy, that when you have a plan and a big piece of that plan gets thwarted. Yo, Ben Simmons was a big part of what y'all was developing. He was a huge part of it. Basically, like what Lonzo Ball was in Chicago. That was a big deal when they lost him. They, no, were, trying to, they was trying that's to do what I something. Keep saying. When, 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 when they had Lonzo Ball, he was a big part of what they were developing in Chicago. Well, the same logic goes in Brooklyn. Ben Simmons was your lead guard of the future, in addition to Mikael Bridges, in addition to Cam Johnson, in addition to Cam Thomas and Nick Claxton. Ben, ben Simmons, he was the catalyst. So it's not a coincidence that when he goes down, this thing goes to pieces because now we don't have a lead guard. Not only do we have not, not only do we not have a lead guard, that was our best, that was one of our best perimeter defenders. That was going to be our identity. Our identity was defense. And it was going to start with our lead guard in Ben Simmons. And it was going to go over to Mikhail Bridges. Plus, you had Claxton in the plus you had Claxton in the post. With these three guys, that was going to be our that was going to be our identity. When Ben Simmons goes down and essentially been out for half the season, that throws a monkey wrench in everything that we're trying to do. Because now Jacques Vaughn, who I'm still not on the fence about, I still think that Cam Thomas is wasting away on that bench. But everything that he was trying to do involved Ben Simmons. Everything that he was trying to do involved Ben Simmons defensively and offensively, speeding up the game defensively, getting, getting downhill, getting other guys involved. Now he's out of the lineup. And not only is he added to the lineup, we don't have anybody like that because that exactly. was part of what we were doing. So that and up, and, and, like- and, the, and the time and the timetable was all wrong because before the season they told Ben Simmons everything that he wanted to hear. 
the thing was they told the coaching staff in um the front office told him that it was gonna be his team, he was gonna be the league all all the things that you just said. What I was what I was contingent on and how's the rest of the team being built. When I looked at our bench and I seen DSJ Lonnie Walker and Cam Thomas, I said, yo, our bench is gonna help us get out of a lot of games. But that hasn't been the case. We have been the worst piss poor, the worst fourth quarter team in the <laughs> league, bar none. But like this this shit is ridiculous. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like it's it's like somebody taking a crap on your lawn, and and, and ain't nobody there to clean it up. Mm. That's nasty. Can I just land a plane saying this, chill? And the, I looked at Jock Vaughn nickname on Wikipedia. His on, nickname let me, let me, is the. You, you, land, you land in the plane. Let me put my seatbelt on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Hold on. His nickname is the Prince of Positivity, but he lost the locker room because of what you said, not being transparent, communication saying, yo, you need to cover the X's and O's, etc. And I just think as a coach, you gotta be stern. You gotta be steadfast and and you know, tough love. You can't just yeah. be Shooter footing around, you know what I mean? So yeah, but can we can we stop? Can we stop with the lose the locker room stuff? I'm so tired of that. Man, these why, why, why you tired of it? Why you tired I'm, of I'm it, telling Bobby? you right now, Leaf. I'm telling you right now, I'm sick of it. Play basketball. Everybody always got a reason why they can't perform. Oh, well, my coach did this, my coach said that. This person played then. He said he's better than him. He don't he not telling me what's what man. Go play basketball. Knock down your open jump shots. Compete on the defensive end. Box out. Dive on the floor to lose. Hustle. Get after the play. Show show that you hold on, Leaf. I'm gonna I'm gonna be done when I'm done. Shoot the ball with confidence. Play confidently. Compete on both ends of the floor. Run the floor. Do all the intricate stuff. Show that show the people in Brooklyn that y'all want to be there. Show that you're willing. Show that you that you're gonna play your heart out. You know what I'm saying? I don't, don't want to hear, like, oh, well, he he sometimes plays Cam Thomas and sometimes he don't. Well, Cam Thomas, when you get your ass on that court, you play, you give it everything you got. That's what that's the, all you can do is control what you can that's do. So that's what they need to do. They need to play basketball. I'm tired of that yeah. lost the locker room stuff. This is grown so, men. So, 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 so before I navigate to the trades that the trades that's so well, we got possible. we got to hurry up, Lee, because we got to keep it moving. All right, I'm to the trade zone. What, what, um, what did y'all feel about the Terry Rozier uh, trade? Personally, I thought it was some shit. Like, wow. that, that, what's that I mean, mean? bro? Do, do I remember trade. what, they made do a contender. what happened? Do we remember what happened the last time Terry Rozier played for a contender? What happened? Like, he he, he helped that team shoot. He was Jack and Jill. He, he helped that team shoot seven for forty-two. Are you talking about a dude seven years ago, Leaf? Is that what you're yeah, sitting yeah, here telling yeah, us about? about a kid yeah, seven yeah. years ago? That's yeah. the same dude seven years ago? Watch is that what we're talking about? Seven years ago? What the Watch hell are we doing, Leaf? We're talking about a seven. We're talking about a kid seven years who's out of school two years. Seven years ago? That's because he's grown. That's why. You don't he's look at your 13-year-old. You don't talk to your 13-year-old like you did, like you would eight years later when they're 21. What are you talking about, Leaf? Sometimes I get on your page and it's sometimes you be throwing me for a loop. I don't know what to do with you sometimes. Listen, I swear. My, my, this dude been in the league, here's, here's my, in the league seven years. That was seven years ago, Leaf. Seven. Well, well, chill thing. down. Let's let's get let's get your take on this on the Terry Rozier trade. How do you feel about the trade anyway? How do you how do you feel about the Rozier trade and what what do you think it does for Miami? 
Well, number one, it gives them a it gives them a scorer at the lead guard spot. They didn't have that. Don't get me wrong; they lose the intangibles, but it gives them a scorer at the lead guard spot that they didn't have. Another ball handler that they didn't have. A guy who can speed the game up. A guy that Jimmy buckets when he doesn't have it going, they can go to to get buckets. I definitely think he helps them in terms of scoring. I definitely think he helps them in terms of defense. He's very much what a Miami Heat player is. One hundred percent. I do I like that, it. I, I don't that think that. I don't think that that put no. I don't think that that pushes them over the top. I'm, I'm not gonna go that far. I don't think. I don't think Terry Rosier pushes them over the top. But what I do say is him, his addition to this unit, 100% helps them. 100%. So, so, so they need another piece, basically. That's what you're saying. I think they could use another backup guard. I think that. So uh, all right. So I heard y'all earlier on the show talking about if they had Jaime last year or if they had uh uh what you call Tyler last year and somebody else. My thing is, is like they go from uh, uh, Vincent and Max Struess to basically Jaime Highsmith. They getting a lot of more minutes. Um, they starting to play Jovic a little bit more now. They start he's starting to um, play a little bit more. Um, I think they young guys are starting to uh, starting to get um in tune with the culture and everything. And I think um a lot of the players that they went out and um gotten um off their G League team and, and in the draft with Jaime. I think they coming along. I don't think te- I don't know how Terry Rozier fits into all of this, but everything that you said in terms of, in terms of how they play and how they like to do things as a unit, I don't know how Terry Rozier fits, but we'll have to see but until then. That's 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 okay, Leaf, because Eric Spoelstra is a mastermind. I respect yeah, Eric Spoelstra's mind. Yeah. I, I think so. I believe so. Um, but you'll see. You'll see. We'll all we'll all just have to wait and see. I'm pretty sure none of us know what Coach Coach Spoelstra is gonna do, but he got it though. But all right, we, we y'all fellas, we got we got to keep it moving. Hey, real, 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 real quick before you go, Ox. So you just gonna sit there and you ain't gonna say nothing about about Sunday, huh? You just you're not gonna say nothing about. Hell no, I'm not gonna. You, say you ain't gonna say about nothing about no, that. Not huh? a damn thing. No. Okay. All right. Take care. All right, brother. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all, right, all right. All right. All right. No problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't gonna say nothing about what happened on Sunday. All right, uh, no, problem. Uh, no problem with that. That's oh, I wish I could. I wish I could pull him back up right now just for that. Because when you said that, it, it didn't register what you were talking about until right after I removed him. And now I'm like, oh. You won't say nothing about what happened. Leaf don't want to talk about it, huh? Didn't say, I, I can tell you right now, if we would have lost, what do you think the first thing he would have said? Oh, man. What do you think the, what's, what's uh, the first thing? You, 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 you wasn't supposed to let him breathe on that, what, what, you, you, was supposed to, you was supposed to flame him as soon as he no. came on the screen, what, 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 what I do is I give you an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I give you an opportunity to... to, to, to to make your peace, to right. say, you know what, Big Ox, I apologize, it's wrong, blah, 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 blah. I give you an opportunity to do that. And when you don't, which I just did right away, right? I right. just did that. I'm good. I'm st- I don't want to hear nothing else from him. I don't. I'm straight. <laughs> I don't want to hear another word out of him. Uh, I gave you an opportunity. He could have said good game. Nothing. Anything. Absolutely nothing. I got nothing from him. So, all right, that's what's up. Okay. Chill down. Is there still rivalries in the NBA? I don't think or so. Or is, is it just friend friendly? Like? I don't. I, I, I don't think so. There, there, there's been some good games. I will say that. What up, Goat? How you doing, brother? There, there's been some good games, and I will agree that there's been there's been some, not wars, no. I won't say wars, but there've been there's been some, some good matchups. But rivalries, no. Mm-mm. The, the 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 Miami Heat and the New York Knicks that that's not a rivalry like it used to be. No, the the Bulls and the and the Pistons 
No, that's not a rivalry. The go to the last quote unquote rivalry that we were seeing, it has something, it, it, it seemed like it was becoming something was Golden State and Cleveland. That looked like that was becoming something. And mm-hmm. then that 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 went the other way. But in terms of rivalries, I I I don't I don't really I don't really see it like I did because like these dudes are real cool with each other, yo. They so they mm-hmm. they so cool with each other. They not only cool with each other. Like a, a prime example, like we, we was we was watching the game last night. Who was that on the floor? That and, and it was was it Jamal Murray on the floor and who was picking him up? Yeah, and and Mather was Pascal or something. Yeah, Ben Ben Mather, one of them. I and Mather was picking him up. I was like, pick him up. Let him get up. What are you doing? Right. Don't pick him up. Let him get up. These dudes. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's okay to be cool with them, but. When we step on that floor, man, that goes out the window. That is done. Forget that. Michael Jordan was super cool with Patrick Ewing. When they stepped on the floor, it was war. Mm-hmm. This is what it was. This is what we're. This is what we're gonna do. We getting after it. And after it's over with, we're gonna leave it out here. That it's nothing personal. Okay. But after it's over with, we're gonna leave it out here. We the, the rivalries that that I think could be. They aren't going to be that because these dudes are too cool with each other. Like this Chet and and, and Wimby, quote-unquote, rivalry. That could be a rivalry. And mm-hmm. I think that – and to be honest with you, I don't think that that Wimby is cool with Chet. I think mm-hmm. that Wimby looks at Chet like, yo, I'm better than him. Yeah. I'm better I don't think than they, him. They don't, they don't want to be friends. No, they do I like not. That. I like that. I, with these I, I do – that part I that part I do like. But in terms of teams, right, so when, when, when you look at units, like, for example – uh, maybe Miami and Boston. Mm-hmm. There's a, there, there, there's some tension there between them, right? There is some tension there between them, and it does get a little chippy. But a rivalry is something that continuously builds, like the right. Knicks and the Pacers, where we see you continuously throughout the decade. And not only do we see you continuously throughout the decade, we see you continuously throughout the decade, and it gets feisty. It gets chippy. But we also see good basketball, too. It ain't just... It ain't just me getting in your face, big ox, and, and cursing at you. No, it's basketball too. It's yeah. absolutely basketball. It's it's. I let would, me see your game. I would like to see Minnesota and OKC turn into a little a little rivalry of sorts too. I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthony at, at Edwards, you know, he he said some little things about uh, SGA getting fouls. You know, maybe that could spark up some things. Maybe maybe next time SGA sees him, he'll you know want to mm-hmm. put something on him. Like all right. Mm-hmm. You know, you ask for and, this type type situation. I would love that. Big Ox, what, what's wrong with competition? That's my question to you. Ain't that ain't that what this is about? That's exactly well, that's what, what this that's is what about. We're, that's what we were having our conversation with Mars about. Uh, I think yesterday or the day before. Like they care. I mean, they're competitors, right? You know I mean? like, that, ain't... Why would you not? Why would you? How would you not care if you? If I know every time I see this person, because that's all I'm thinking about. Anytime I've ever played ball, like in the, you know, obviously the organized, you know, like a competitive setting, I'm right. looking at, I'm, I'm known, we got the schedule, we know who we're playing, you right. know what I'm saying? And at, at most levels, we, we're doing, our, you know, we we researching, we seen, we seen them play before, but we, we checking them out, and it's like, nah, he, he can't get with me. I'm thinking about that all week before, and then when we, when I see him, I'm, come on, like this is, right. this, I care, I care. This is a competitive, right. this is competitive. I'm trying to kill you, but more importantly. No, as a as a as a pro NBA player, they probably don't care about what do, what is what do I think personally. But the fact that there's anybody out there saying that, 
that's too much for me. Like, I don't want to, I can't hear that anywhere. Like, right. if you know what I'm saying, like, if it's if we on separate teams, chill town, I, I'm not. If my, if my brother even tell me, you and my, my team, my classmates were telling me that chill town better than you, nah. I can't wait nah. to see you. I can't I wait get, to see I'm, you. I'm in the gym. I'm going straight to the gym. I'm getting, come on, let me, because we, we see, we see, we see them right. in a couple of days. Right. Yeah, right. And I'm, I'm not running and, and I'm not shaking hands. I'm not, no. Hey, yo, what's up, big? Nah, we ain't doing none of that. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Throw the balls out. Let's get to come it. On. And like in, in today's game, like this is rivalry week. Uh, I think the Heat played the Celtics um, Saturday. Uh, I think the Spurs and the Thunder play. I, I don't. I, I wouldn't really call that a rivalry because the Spurs and the Thunder, the Spurs and the Thunder are, are, are on two completely different levels. I mean, the, the, the Spurs are, are at the bottom of the league. The Thunder are at the top of the league. The Heat and, and the, the Heat and the Celtics. Chill uh, time, real quick. My, my bad, real quick. Are the Packers and the Niners a rivalry? Yes, absolutely, it is, and it goes back thirty years. One hundred percent, that's a rivalry. One hundred percent. That is absolutely a rivalry. So if it wasn't, then nobody would care about it. But what 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 I'm gonna do is what's up, brother? So you really you you want me to talk about it in my words, or you want to you want to hear what you you want me to you you want you you want you want me to say what you want me to say? First of all, what's all this tension for? Why are you upset with me? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Asking, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, not I'm, I'm asking I'm, you a simple. No, no, no. I'm, I'm asking, asking you a simple question. Do you have anything to say about Sunday? I'm listening. Do I have anything to say? It depends on what you want me want me to hear, because you already know. Leave. Okay. I, All right. Let's I cut the nonsense, Leaf. If my boys would have lost to y'all this weekend, I would have got a riot act from you. So start talking, Leaf. Start talking. Start I don't want to hear nothing. Start talking, Leaf. Huh? Yes. Listen, I'm gonna start talking. Basically, it came down to the youngest team in the NFL. It came down. It came down to a bad play calling. It came down to us catching, uh, uh, us missing, dropping interceptions from a quarterback that's ten times worse than Dak Prescott, by the way. And it came down. That's what. That's basically what it came down to. I'm not gonna say the f word. I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say the f word. And you know I'm about. To, and you know I go with that. So I'm not gonna say the f word. I'm. I'm gonna just leave the f word out of it. We can't. That's what it came down to. It came down to a fourth quarter meltdown, just like my Brooklyn Nets. That's that's what it came down to. Let me make sure I'm understanding you correctly, Leaf. So we was whooping y'all ass. You think you think that and, you we, think that, and we screwed it up. You think that Jordan Love, you think that Jordan Love is worse than Dak? Do I think that Jordan Love is worse than that? No. Yeah. No. You I, think so you think Brock Purdy is worse than Dak? I think that I definitely think that Brock Purdy is worse than worse than Dak. Oh my goodness. That's sure. incredible right if you, there. If you don't, no if you don't see it, I do not. If, if I you do don't not. see it. If I you do don't not. see it, no, I tune don't. in next week. I don't week. see it. Tune, tune, tune in this week. Tune in this week. Hold on. I already seen it. Tune in this week. No, no. Because everything, everybody on press box is going to tell you that Brock Purdy is a grade A piece of trash. No, and I'm telling not. you right now. No, so, he so, is so not. Before you, so before you go off the rails. I'm not. No. Everybody, listen. Once Debo went out of the game, Jennings saved y'all. That's what happened. Who did? And let me ask you a question. How did he get the football? He he got he got some Eli Manning rainbow oh, no looking passes. So, That's what he so, got. And, and, and twice, you by the way. Not her, once. You know not 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 not, not, not once. At best. Not not once, but twice, by the way. Not, not once, Purdy but twice, is, by the way. So Purdy with that being said, with that being said, we have a quarterback who didn't make the reads 
and like I said, the football game is 60 minutes. The football game isn't 30 minutes. The football game is 60 minutes. It ain't 48 you dudes, to 60 minutes. You, you dudes kill me. You dudes kill me with the logic of guys being mid. Leaf, would it boggle your mind if I told you? Remember, the, remember that game when Dwight Clark made the catch? Remember that game? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember you know that. The, do you know that Joe Montana threw three interceptions that day? Did yes, you know did. that? Yeah, yeah I remember he that. Three, he threw three picks that day. How about yeah. we fast forward to 2020? How about we fast forward to Tom Brady in the NFC Championship game against the Green Bay Packers? Your boys, by the way. Did mm-hmm. you know that Tom Brady threw three interceptions that day? Yes, I Three did. of them. He threw three picks that day. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Brock Purdy, who's been who's been great all year, great all year, leads led the league in touchdowns, number one in the league in QBR. That, that, that was Dak. All of that. All, all, all of that. Six. Well, at the end of the year, he did. Brock Purdy was leading the league in touchdowns at one point. He was leading the league in yards at one point. He led the league in QBR. He led the league in he led the league in passer percentage. He did all of that stuff. You know who else did that? Joe Montana did that in a system. He did that in a system because he's a system quarterback, just like everybody else. I can't stand when I listen to you <laughs> dudes talk to me about dudes being system quarterbacks. I don't know if you know this, Lee, but the West Coast offense is a system. Just so you know. Brock Purdy being a game manager. You know who else was a game manager? Peyton Manning was a game manager. You know why he was a game manager? Because at the end of games, I have to make sure that I don't turn the football over. I got to make sure that I move the football on third and five, which is what Brock Purdy was doing. That's what happened. So next Sunday, when we are in the NFC Championship game and your boys are at home watching, pay attention. Do that. Mm. Pay attention. Mm. All right, Leaf. I, I had to let you come and speak your piece on this one. He, he wanted right. to hear. From me, feel, so next time, next time, bring the ruckus. I'm gonna bring the. Oh, I'm gonna bring he the can. ruckus. I just don't have no time on y'all show. But he know if his ass, his monkey ass, gonna go live, <laughs> and he know I'm gonna bring the ruckus. So, so I can't bring the ruckus here because I'm on time restriction. That's that's what I'm on. So I'm, I'm not gonna see, take up you, nobody. You got time. about 15 minutes today, Leaf. I had you up earlier here again. You 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 pussyfooting around, Leaf. You better bring the ruckus I did next not time, brother. around, man. I- <laughs> All right, Lee. All right, let's let's grab uh who we got back here. Let's grab um what up? Big, what's up? Yo, what's good? What's good? Y'all can hear me? What up? You hot? Yeah. Yo, respect to both of y'all, man. Love the show, love the panel. And by the way, before I get my topic, Jordan Love is way better than Brock Purdy. We don't we don't even gotta do that. I think Jordan. he's an all I think he's gonna be an all pro one day, to be honest. Yeah, he's he's I, he's amazing. And, and, and I love Joe and I love Brock Purdy. I'm not sure Brock Purdy is an all pro. I'm not sure he is. I no. think that Jordan Love's going to be an all-pro one day. Seriously, he, he's a problem. All right, but back to the NBA, though. I just want to, you know what I'm saying? I want to go from platform to platform talk about this KD hate that I see. Mm. Like it's, it's getting ridiculous. I heard you earlier say that you think that Larry Bird is better than Kevin Durant. I do. Which is respectable. I'm, I'm not. Like, most people think that that's cool. I think KD is better. But I just want to know why you think that Larry Bird is better than him. I think Larry Bird is better because he was a better distributor. As a basketball player, Kevin Durant as a scorer, I'll give you that. But Larry Bird did everything else better than KD. Everything else. He was tougher than KD. He was better rebounded than KD. He was better in the clutch than KD. He was a better distributor than KD. He was a better playmaker than KD. He was just as good a free throw shooter than KD. He was he was more durable than KD. Actually, I'll take that back. He wasn't more durable. KD actually played a little bit longer. Yeah, about Bird, to say. Let me rewind that. That's not true. He wasn't more durable. That is not true. So let me not lie. Let me, let me, let me, let me get off that. But everything else, 
everything else on the table, his ability, his his ability to shoot the basketball, his ability to be clutch, his ability for everybody for it to run through him, not just run through him, for him to be the guy to make the necessary plays, to make big plays when they were necessary. For him, he he's got more big moments than small ones when he's running his crew. More big moments than small moments. And he was elite on both sides of the basketball. And he played at that elite level. Not just not not only did he play at that elite level, he played at that elite level for, for nine years. Nine years he played that, at that elite level where we're talking about a guy and Larry Bird, who seven times in nine years he finished one or two in league MVP votes. That means that at minimum, I'm a top three player in the at minimum, I'm a top two player in the game for almost a decade. Almost a decade. Don't get me wrong. I think KD in the mid-range, I think KD was a better athlete than Bird. But I think that at the end of the day, Bird being the one-on-one player that he was, Bird with the mentality that he had, I I, I do think that that, I, I do think that that works with the mentality that he has. I think Bird was better. I, I respect that. As soon as I heard the one-on-one, that's... Yeah, one on one player, man. Come on, ain't nobody in the league. Damn good one on one playoff, man. You, yeah, you, all right, but I, come I, on, I man. Know, I, don't, Durant, I don't know though. If you know how good. I don't know how. No, I don't know if you know how good a one on one player Bird was. I Actually, think you you're right. This- it is no one on one with KD, so we can't even do that because every time he got the ball, I know you see it. For the most part, I mean, yeah, for the most part, it's somebody in front of him, then it's an, another guy shadowing him right there. Right. Every time he gets the ball, mm-hmm. so think about that. He playing one on two every time he get it. And the man just scored 43 with a game winner. By the way, y'all ain't talk about that that much on the panel. And when y'all did bring that up, the first thing you said was, oh, uh, I believe you said the playoffs or like he breaks down. The same typical thing you say when when KD name is brought up. I don't like that. Because if somebody else would have did that, y'all would have been talking, oh, my God, he's best, probably best player in the world. But KD doing this, oh, I need to see this in the playoffs. That's not fair. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that with KD because KD has proven in the playoffs that he can perform. I don't. I'm not doing that with KD. I'm talking about him physically. I ain't talking about his game. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm not talking about his game. Over the last five years, KD. Let's see. From 2019, 2018, 19, he got hurt in the playoffs. 19, 20, 20, 21, 21, 22, 22, 23. The last four years, KD has broken down, and that's because he's getting older. That's okay. that has nothing to do with his skill set. That has nothing to do with his game. KD still got the goods. That ain't the problem. The problem is that KD is getting older. Kind of like what happened with Bird. I think it was a little bit premature with Bird. I think that Bird could have probably taken better care of himself. That way he he would he would have lasted a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But I'm not even talking about KD's game. I'm talking about KD physically. He now, that's down. the problem that I'm that's having. It. I want y'all to talk about his game. Like appreciate in my opinion, I think y'all should appreciate the game right there. Because when y'all bring up other dudes who have career nights or whatever, y'all appreciate that game. Y'all don't talk about the past history of their injuries and all that. Y'all talk right. about what they did last night. I need right. y'all to talk about what he did last night and appreciate that greatness. That's what here's, I'm here's the difference, though. Like, like K- when KD goes for 42 and KD goes for 37, isn't it like, so? Because we've seen it so many <laughs> times. It's not like, yo, KD went for 45 last night. Yo, KD went for 38 last night. It's like, he but the fashion they did it, though, what they was losing by 20, and he led the comeback and the, the double-clutch game winner? Like, come on, man. That's – I don't know, I won't, man. I, I won't, I won't yeah. argue – I won't argue KD's ability to score. Anybody that knows me knows that I think KD is one of the best scorers that i ever seen. It's not many guys that could score the basketball in my lifetime like KD. But mm. I, I, he, he's, he's long – KD is long in the two. 
KD is long in the two, so yeah, that's respectable, respectable. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate y'all letting me up, mm-hmm. man. Good talking with y'all. Oh, absolutely, I appreciate you, bro. Let's see what we see. Yeah, that's a good topic. Good point, though. You know how I feel yeah. about what KD's doing this year. Mm-hmm. I think he deserves all the respect. Let me see who we got next. We got AD. What, what up? up? What's going on, y'all? All right, so what up? As a Celtics fan, obviously, we appreciate you <laughs> this year. They've been getting killed. But uh, I want to talk about um, after that Denver game, I kind of found something interesting with Tatum said. Because you're you've called him out like taking that back seat, sits in the corner a little too much, the pouting stuff. He said he's trying to play. He's they asked like when it's a star matchup, like obviously him and Jokic. Like how how does he approach it? He says he tries to play. He was trying to play within the system, and it's been working. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't know how to feel about it because obviously when you get more talented players, you got to mm-hmm. ch- change your game so you can all mesh mm-hmm. and put out the best product, but. Then you see him sitting in the corner end of games, and then you think, is it him, the coach, the system? And I, I just wanted to see what you thought about that. Understand that I can appreciate – Ox and I just had this conversation earlier today because Ox is a coach. There is a system in place, sure. And I don't want to deviate from the system, not early, because, you know, we're trying to get everybody involved, and we got a game plan in order to win. After a while, though, I, can't, I can only X and O you for a certain amount of time. After a while, give me the ball. Let me go to work. Give me the ball. Let me get busy because we're going to win. I'm the man. At the end of the day, I'm the man. I remember vividly, like it was just yesterday, screaming at the TV at Jason Tatum, who had missed a shot or who had gotten tripped up or who had who had to stop his dribble and pass the ball and is walking away with his head down. And I'm screaming at the TV. My man, pick your head up. We're not going to stop coming to you. So you, you're, you're our guy. As good as Jalen Brown is, as good as... Marcus Smart was as good as all of these guys were. You are our guy, and we're not going to stop coming to you. I can appreciate sticking to the system. Jordan stuck to the triangle system. Shaq stuck to the triangle system. But at, at when we get late in the games, I can't X and O you anymore. End it. End the game. Finish it. Bryant finished it. Lajuan finished it. These guys finish games. And when these guys finish games, that's what separates them from the other guys. That's not you being selfish. That's you taking charge. I'm the man. This is what they depend on me to do. And if I can't do this, then I'm letting my team down. No, I agree. And y'all were talking about the rivals earlier. The last two seasons, every time I've seen a Minnesota-Boston matchup, I feel like if that if those teams meet up in the finals a couple times over the next five, six years, I feel like that could be a legit Because Tatum and Edwards, like, they go at each other. Like, mm-hmm. we were just – Tatum, he wasn't sitting in the corner of that Minnesota game. You've seen what he you can do. Out. He went, he went and got the basketball. And I and, and, and Tatum is one of those guys, which I think it's really interesting. Tatum is one of those guys who he will deviate if you let him deviate. But if you get in his face and challenge him, go back to him talking about what happened when they played against Virginia when he was in college. He was in college, Big Ox, and it's halftime, and Coach K comes in the locker room cusses him out. You suck. I should have left you in St. Louis. What are you even doing here? I don't even know what I even brought you here for. You are garbage. Your game is garbage. Jason Tatum went out and scored 28 in the second half. I think that's the kind of stuff that gets him going. That kind of stuff right there. We're going to lose tonight, and it's going to be because of you. You are going to be the reason why we lose. And that's what it's going to take with him. He's not one of those, listen, my man, we need you to get it together. No, he's not that guy. He's the other one. Get your mother, you know what, him. He's that dude. 
Uh, and then, yeah, last thing, um, you know, uh, Miami, Boston, the rival tomorrow. I'm actually going to be at the game, luckily. Uh, what do you think that starting lineup is going to look like for Miami? Um, With Rozier. They're going to start Rozier, uh, Hero. Um, Jaime Hawkins has been out of the lineup. So they're going to go with Caleb Martin and let's see, Bam. And who's in the front court with Bam? Kevin Love. That's what that's what I mean, because like it yeah. seems like it's gonna be a small lineup. You got Rozier six one and then Martin six five, obviously yep. Butler. I just well, feel like if they run into like Milwaukee, you think they'll in a playoff series, you think they'll go back to starting Kevin Love again, probably in a playoff the Miami or? Heat? Yes, they, yeah. I I, I yeah. think that they will. But I also think that the Miami Heat aren't done in terms of trades. Oh, I think okay. that they're looking for another dirty work out, maybe even a five man. I don't think that they're done with uh I don't think I don't think that they're done with 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 uh with making trades. I wouldn't be surprised. If Miami called up Dallas, ask for Dwight Powell. I yep. think he's a great backup five man. I think he's a great backup five man for you. I don't think he's a starter on a playoff team. I think he's a great backup five man. I appreciate y'all. I yep. love absolutely. I love what y'all do. Yep. All right, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, good points. We got Goat James Kingdom in the back. What's up, Goat? Peace, God. Ah, peace, chill. What's good, Ox? Peace, brothers. Up, yes, sir. Let's go. Well, you know what? Chill, I was gonna start with my Niners. We're gonna start with our Niners. But since mm -hmm. since since buddies ended up with the, the Heat and the, the, the Boston game for next week, I had to get on you. That's a rivalry. As a Heat fan, we hate Boston. Mm -hmm. Everything about Boston. Anything mm -hmm. green besides money, we hate. <laughs> can't stand them. I, I, every time Boston I, I can't stand every time they make a trade, every time they get better, it's upsetting. You don't want to hear nothing good about Boston. Anytime Boston do anything, you don't want to hear nothing good about Boston. I I, I definitely can appreciate that. I when Tom Brady left, we were happy. It ain't got nothing good. even to do with us. I can, I, I can definitely appreciate that. Bill Belichick went down the drain. We happy. That ain't that's got nothing true. to do with the Celtics. But it's Boston fans. We hate Boston. We hate Boston fans. So that's that's, that's a real rivalry. And and on top of that, we all know rivalries start right in the playoffs. Okay. Yes. yes we see them three out of the last Eastern, uh, three out of the last four Eastern Conference. Right, they've been in the Eastern Conference. Either one of the teams in the all last four of the Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. They've been three of the four representatives in the Eastern Conference in the finals the last four mm -hmm. years. Correct. So, and us getting scary, Terry. They are now scared because we are we are there now. It's over. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. We don't. Need, we got exactly what we needed: our point guard, a real point guard. Because if we had Kyle Lowry five years ago, the five years, you know, Kyle Lowry from five years ago. Oh, forget about it. From Toronto, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, I can deal with that. He, 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 you know, obviously he's old, so he, he's not there. He can't be there for us every night. If we right. had him every night, trust me, y'all would be in trouble. The shooters we have, the hustlers we have, and then the dogs on the defensive side, mm -hmm. oh, my God, it's over. It's just over. Well, I, it's, it's almost like it's every other year. So if I'm not mistaken, Miami won it in 20. Miami won it in 20. Then... Mm -hmm. Boston came back and won it in 22. Y'all won it last year, which means that now it's Boston turn. So it's, it's almost like it, 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 it's almost like it's every other year. <laughs> you do that. I'm just saying, you, 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 you just brought up, you just brought up, you just brought up that the representatives from the NBA finals in the East is every other year. It's either y'all or them. I mean, that's what it is, right? So it sounds like it's their turn this year. So it was, it was y'all turn last year. Yeah, before that, it was their turn. So look like it's y'all turn. The Leprechaun ain't got no luck this year. I don't care what they did to get their team better. They not, they not there. But before we move on, 
Niners. Now, I just want to ask you this one question. Why did Milwaukee think Doc Rivers was going to make Damian Lillard a playoff performer for them to win, to, to win the finals this year? Me and Big Ox just got finished talking about this being a personnel issue. And the fact Ox brought up a really good point. If, if, if I'm Doc Rivers, call up, Nate, call up Nate McMillan, see if you can get him on your bench. See if you can get these dudes to defend on the perimeter. Because otherwise, this thing is, this is a personnel issue, Goat. I don't care about Doc Rivers getting on the roster. Doc Rivers is not the difference in them defending on the perimeter. Damian Lillard is a cone. When I got a guy like Tyrese Maxey looking at Damian Lillard going, this dude can't stay in front of me. He cannot stay in front of me. I get whatever I want, whenever I want. And that's infectious, that's infectious, GOAT, because if, if Tyrese Halliburton saying it, what you think Tyrese Maxey looking at Damian Lillard thinking? What you think Drew Holiday, who already shut him down in the playoffs before, and now he's older. <laughs> Right, he already shut him down in the playoffs years ago, and now Damian Lillard is older. So Drew looking at him the same way, like, "Yo, I shut the door on him before. I could shut the door on him again." When you run up on crews that have what you have, but they do a little bit more, that's a huge problem. I don't like the way this whole Doc Rivers thing went down. It stinks to high heaven, man. It stinks. But but you know the difference is that the NBA is different than the NFL. The the head coaches don't really hire their assistants in in basketball. It's usually yeah. hired through the through the through the ownership the or through the GM, right. so I mean, Nick Finley would be a good option if if he is available. I don't know if he is or not. That would be a great a great pickup for them. But let's right. move to the nine. It's nine this time, so I can get up out of here, bro. Yeah, but it was scary. I ain't gonna lie. I was a little nervous, but Brock Purdy did show everybody what we all see in Brock Purdy. Man, he is that guy. I don't know why people don't want to act like Brock Purdy is not that dude. He's that you dude. Know why? You know why I go? Because he ain't on their team. If he was on their crew, he'd be the he'd be the league MVP. If he was on if he was on their team, he'd be the guy that they'd be talking about as the best quarterback in the league. But because he played for the 49ers, he's 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 coddled. He plays for a super team. He's average. He wouldn't be average if he was playing with the Cowboys. He wouldn't be average if he was playing in Baltimore. He wouldn't be average if he was playing for the Jets. And the Jets was in the AFC Championship. He wouldn't be average if he was playing for any of these other teams. I can tell you, if he was playing for the Giants, he wouldn't be average. So the fact that he played for the 49ers and he don't play for your team, that's why he's average. Meanwhile, we completely forget about all of these other quarterbacks and what they did in big games and how they did in big games. We talk about Russell Wilson in 2013 in the NFC Championship game against, against the Green Bay Packers. He threw three interceptions, three of them. Nobody talks about that. You know why? Because they won. That's why. See, winning has a tendency to throw people off and make people completely forget. Brock, Brock Purdy, we were kicking y'all ass the whole game. Go. Last I checked, when you get on that podium, the commissioner does not say congratulations, barely Super Bowl champions. He does not say that. No, he doesn't. So I'm good. I'm, I'm nor, nor, does, nor does the game end at 55 minutes. It, takes it does not. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's 55. That means it's still five minutes on the clock. We still got to keep playing. The game's not over. What are you doing? What are yeah, we yeah, doing? So, you know what? I, I don't see us. Let me, let, me, let me ask y'all something real quick, fellas. Let me ask y'all. I know y'all both both Niners. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll keep seeing it in the in the comments. Is Brock Purdy as good as y'all say he is because of the team surrounding him? Are y'all a super team and Brock Purdy is just – just kind of just doing enough or is, is is he good enough? Like let's say, let's say if CMC was hurt or if Debo was hurt, could Brock Purdy still carry out into that, to that Super Bowl? I think he could. I Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. What, what were y'all saying when we had Jimmy, the same roster? 
Same thing. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I wasn't saying it. I'm just, you know, just going. No, I'm just, I, I, I know it's yeah. in the comments, but, but what were people saying? That the Niners would be good or they uh, are Super Bowl champions if they had a real quarterback. Right, right, right. And guess right. who that real quarterback is? We got him Brock right now. Purdy. You got him right I don't. Now. I don't think there's any question that Brock Purdy's better than Jimmy. So th Jimmy this is my. This is my thing with Brock Purdy. I re I remember that I specifically remember Tom Brady against Oakland in the snow, and I remember watching Tom Brady just throw little darts here and there, five yard routes, ten yard routes, but the ball was always on the money. His calm was like you saw it then. Nobody thought Tom Brady was going to be what Tom Brady been what, what it became back then, right? right. That's what I saw with Purdy. When I saw Purdy, when he was brought in against the Dolphins last year, and, and I, I believe it was last year, his calm, I call him poker face Purdy. Mm -hmm. He has the same face, whether we're losing, whether we're winning. He just goes out there and makes the throw. He can make every throw on the field. He doesn't have the elite arm, but he has the composure, and he knows he can make that throw, and he does yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's just it. He he knows he can make the throw. He actually has a coach that lets him make the throw. So it's it just works perfect. He's oh. it, it, Does he have everything? Yeah, but he's still a good guy. He's still good. Oh. I, I don't think there's five other quarterbacks that can do what he's doing on, in San Francisco in today's NBA, NFL. If, if you if you look at if you look at the landscape of it, I, I I'm on record saying it go that I watched him last year and he looked at the landscape of the whole thing. And his confidence suggested to me that Brock was out there like, y'all should have gave me the ball right from the beginning. I'm the guy. Uh -huh. Forget Jimmy G. Forget Lance. I'm the dude that y'all should have gave the ball to right from the beginning. And we got to remember, too. Let's not forget, Big Ops. This well, is first five. year start. This is first, this is first year yeah, starting. Come on, Come on this is first. This is, this is first year starting as the, in, in a full season. This is first year starting. And in his first year starting in a full season, what ended up happening? He ended up being in the league MVP conversation. He was leading the league in touchdowns at one point. He had led mm -hmm. the league in, 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 in completion percentage. So he could clearly throw the football. The problem that we have with Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy with everybody else, is that he's not on your team. If he was on your team, you'd be talking about him way different than you do now. Yeah, but there's more. There's more than five quarterbacks in the NFL that can that could take this team to the Super Bowl. It's more than no. Five. I, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because Kyle Shanahan's offense is not a simple offense. You have to have certain aspects to play in that offense to be successful. That's what hurt Jimmy Garoppolo. He wasn't good on the run as far as throwing on the run. They do a lot of play action, running the quarterback in bootlegs. That's not something any quarterback can do. That's what you guys got to understand. It's yeah, also yeah, that but if y'all had if y'all had Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes, Justin mm -hmm. Herbert. Um, uh, uh, y'all had if y'all had if y'all had Tua, Justin Herbert would be fine in San Francisco. If y'all had, no, had if y'all had, had Matthew Stafford, if I mean, come on, bro. If y'all had Matthew Stafford, if y'all had, if no, had I tell you what, Jordan Love is one. Jordan, I give Jordan, Jordan Love. Love. Okay, okay. okay. I, I know what Jordan. Jordan. Love. I got I'm four. At, I'm at, you had four. Yeah, because you said Tua. Yeah. Tua. Okay. 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 Tua. All right. Tua. Okay, 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 okay. So, Josh, so Josh Allen, Josh you Allen, Lamar. The receivers Herbert has over there in, in, in San Diego. I mean, in, in uh, on the Charges. And I'm adjusting okay, Herbert. Let's, let's let's start. Let's, and let's start. And I'm adjusting Herbert. Stand. I'm adjusting Herbert. Stand. And I'm like, I don't know about that one. Okay, <laughs> I, I got I got Justin. But let's 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 go. Let's okay. let's get, okay. And no, that's Lamar, Josh, um, Jordan Love, and uh, Mahomes. And my man, okay, see, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes. Matthew Stafford. No. 
He can't do it on the what? run. He has a drop back quarterbacks. They can't run the San Francisco offense. Today, today, Big Ox, today, Big Ox, today, Matt Stafford. Right, right uh, now. I'll give you, I'll give you Joe Burrow. I'll give you Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow reminded me. I'll give you Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow reminded me how good he That's five. That's five. What, what else? About, what about, what about CJ? Uh, Stroud. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's because he can, he just got in it this year though. That's that's not fair. Wait till we do some. Wait till we do some homework on CJ and start figuring him out. Let's see how. Nah, nah. He's good. He's good. He's good. You got me. You got me, Ox. You got me. Okay. You got me. I was just being a nine. I, 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 pers I personally think I personally think there's four more, but I'm we we gonna stay. We gonna stay with six. You got me, you got me. I'm just being a Niners fan. Bang, bang, Niners game, baby. I'm already knowing. You know, you know, shit. I mean, I'm from Sac, so I'm I'm used to I'm used to y'all. You know, I'm used to y'all. Go, good to talk to you, brother. I know where to find you at if I need you, man. Thank you, Scott. Absolutely, absolutely, yes, sir. Yeah, that's fine. I'm a I'm a I'm a Niners homer. I ain't gonna fight it. I am. Right. Yes, sir. One hundred percent. I am. I'm a Niners homer. 100%. Mm -hmm. So I got two numbers for you, Chilton. Mm -hmm. 62, 70. Mm. As the, on the same night as somebody else dropped 81. Mm. What is that? What does that mean? Anything? Are we are we going to forget about this next week? Or is this, no. was, that a, was this a significant night? That was not a coincidence what happened a couple right. of nights ago. That was not a coincidence. And the great, the, the late great Bean Bryant went for 81 for, uh, let's see, 2006. So it was 18 years ago, right? Eight, eight, 18 years ago, Monday night, the mm. great Bean Bryant went for, went, went for 81, which really quick, big ops. I was a CO. I was working in the penitentiary. I was working mm. the midnight shift. I work 11 to seven and mm. it's 630 in the morning and the inmates getting up and we making our rounds and we're outside doing a count, and one of them said to me, yo, Kobe Bryant had 81 last night. Now, working in the penitentiary, you know that these dudes, more times than not, are full of you-know-what. So mm -hmm. I thought he meant that both him – I thought he meant Lamar and Bryant went for 81. So I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, Kobe Bryant went for 81 last night. Turns out I get home, and I make a beeline right to the TV. Kobe Bryant went for 81 last night. I'm thinking to myself, how in the hell? I watched SportsCenter three straight episodes to watch that to see how the hell this dude, because they showed every one of the buckets. They showed all of them. I'm like, this dude had it going. And it's not a coincidence mm -hmm. that on that night, 18 years later, Cat goes for 62. And it's toppled mm -hmm. by Joel Embiid going for 70. I don't right. think people realize the significance of a scoring outburst like that, how hard it is to score 20 in the NBA, how hard mm -hmm. it is to score 25, to score 15 in the NBA. I don't think you dudes know how hard that is. But to go for 70, to go for 60 big ox, 62 points in a, in a, in a professional basketball game, to go for 62 points and to get them in a variety of ways. It's not like they just throw me the ball. I'm I'm seven feet tall and I'm, I'm I got a bunch of small guys and I'm just getting it around the bucket. And no, I'm giving it to you every way you want. I'm giving it to you at the long ball line. I'm giving it to you in the mid range. I'm giving it to you downhill. I'm giving it to you in transition. I'm giving it to you in the mid post. I'm giving it to you on the box. When you see that, that's special. That right. is absolutely special, man. Sure it is. Right. That's it. That was crazy. That yes, was, sir. That was crazy. Yes, um, sir. I mean, I, 
Rachel Nichols, she posted and said that basically, basically she was saying that no matter what, Joel Embiid deserves MVP, and that six that the sixty five the sixty five game rule might be his hindrance in getting that MVP, and that they definitely needed to address um, uh, load management, but that this wasn't the proper way to do it. How do you, how do you feel I about that? Was, I think it was the proper way to do it because your availability is your best ability, man. You should be playing. I'm, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't buy that logic that you should only play when you feel like it. No, you, I, I'm not going to play when I feel like it because that's not me being my best. Don't get me wrong, big ass. I don't expect you to work every night because there are nights when you have the night off. Yo, mm -hmm. give this dude the night off. He's been, he's been going, we've been practicing. He's been going days in and days out. So I get that part 100%. The problem that I'm having is, is the fact that we even had to implement something like this. The fact that we had to implement something like this tells me how bad it actually was where guys were just showing up to work and not even working. You got the older teams in the league that half the time don't even practice. Not even half the time. There are times when the older teams don't even practice, whether you got back-to-backs, whether you got three games in four nights. They don't even practice. With that being right. said, with that, be, with, with that being said, the fact that they had to implement something like this tells me how bad it was. And I think it's good because mm -hmm. if you want to talk about these guys, the all-time greats, Jordan, James, Jabal, Chamberlain, Russell, Lajuan, Diesel, when you talk about these guys, the, the one thing that they have more than anything in terms of being great is consistency. These dudes are available every – these dudes are available night in and night out. Stockton got a 12-year stretch. 12 times in 13 years, he played 82 games. How are you going to be in the all-time conversation and get to those numbers when you only playing half the time? Or when you only playing two-thirds of the time? I can't consist, I can't consider you to be the best. I can't consider you to be like that when you only playing one out of every three games or two out of every three games. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They got they they gotta. I, I, I don't know though, Chill Town. I feel I feel you because I'm happy that they did it. I want people to play. I want Absolutely. I want people to play. But with the the type of can, would would it would it be possible that they made an exception? Let's no. say Joel Embiid plays 64, 63 games. If Joel Embiid plays sixty three games mm -hmm. and finishes averaging 33, 13, is there any way that they could? File a, a grievance, uh, you know, an exception and some type of exemption. Is that possible? No, nope. Sorry. And and by the way, this is what you got. The reason why we're doing this is because of you guys. We ain't doing this to be. We're not. We're not doing this to be. You know, sticklers or anything like that. We're doing this because y'all is the one. You you guys are the ones who started this. You guys are the ones who showed up to work when you felt like it. You guys are the ones who milked the system. This was you guys. So now. When you have to, when you're gonna sit down and you're gonna watch, I don't know, Big Ox. Big Ox know for a fact that he's better than than than, than Joe Black, and Big Ox got to see Joe Black name on the All NBA team. Meanwhile, Big Ox only played 58 games. That's why he didn't make it, even though his numbers was better, even though his, he had a better season. But this dude played 72 games, so now he got to see Joe Black name on the All NBA team. And you know what that means, Big Ox? That means that Joe Black better than you. That's gonna be the narrative. So you know what you're gonna do, Big Ox? The next next season, oh, I'm definitely playing at least 75 games next year because we're gonna right. dead this. We're gonna kill this logic right now because y'all think this dude nicer than me simply off the strength that he here. 
and I'm not. No, we're going to get to the bottom of that. Mm -mm. Absolutely not. No way. That's, mm -mm. Yeah. that's crazy. That's, that's, I mean, because I'm all for it, you know, like I, like I said before, but that did kind of give me the thinking. That, that did kind of give me the thinking, like, man, there, there could be, there could be a way around it, you know? Mm. There could not, be a way around it. Not now, Big Ox, especially since they just implemented the rules. It's not like, you know, this is something that it's been going on for like, I don't know, eight, nine years, maybe 10 years. And and, and now we, we we found a way to circumvent the system. Yo, we just implemented this. And you 35 and 13, but you only played 59 games? No. Well, I got hurt. Well, that's a you problem. Right. That's why we did this. Right. Okay. Well, tonight we got some games tonight. Let's let's get let's let's see your take on these ones, Chilton. Let me pull them up real quick. Want to yep. make sure I don't miss any of them. Um, that would just one second. Give me here we go. Let's see what's the matchups tonight. We have Hornets versus Pistons. Who you got? Oh boy, I'll take Charlotte. <laughs> I'm taking right. Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Uh, Timberwolves, Wizards. I'm taking many Minnesota. They should they should handle them tonight. Wow, Grizzlies, Heat. Um, Miami should handle them tonight. The 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 Miami Heat. I'm, I'm sorry, Memphis has basically been depleted with injury. They've been fighting though. They've mm -hmm. definitely been fighting, Big Ox. 100. They've been yeah. fighting. They're, they're 16 and 27. Yeah, they've oh. been fighting though. They they definitely not, been fighting. But I'm not Miami trying to let them. Yeah, they got they got a lot of work to do. They got a lot of work to do though. They they need mm -hmm. some they need some runs. Um, so who's coaching Min, who, who's coaching Milwaukee tonight? Um, who is coaching Milwaukee tonight? It's not Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers mm -hmm. is not making his season debut until later on. So it's probably their assistant coach. Okay, and I don't know, yeah. I don't know who that is. It's probably their um, assistant coach. Well, they got the Cavs tonight. The Cavs, the hottest team in the league. I think they I, I think the Cavs win. Uh, I think the Cavs win 10 straight tonight. Oh, hey. yeah, I think they win 10 straight tonight. Yep. Okay. Um, we have the Trailblazers versus the Rockets. Um, Houston, I think they bounced back from that, uh, from that loss against, against Boston a couple of nights ago. I think they, I, I think they roll. Okay. And the game that I will be on tonight doing playback with J.D., and Jalen Carter tonight, it will be the Suns versus the Mavs. Suns and the Mavs. Mm -hmm. Phoenix is, I think, the second hottest team in the league. I think they want what they want six straight. They rolling right yeah, now. Yeah. And yep. yeah, they, they they rolling right now. KD looks great. Uh Book looks great. Nurkic looks good too. Nurkic looks really good. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Phoenix. I think they handle Dallas tonight. Mm -hmm. And this and this is the fight amongst two. Very close uh, teams in the standings. I mean, the Suns are twenty five and eighteen, and the mm -hmm. Mavs are twenty four and nineteen. So it's they gonna it's, it should it should right be a competitive, there. you know, high intensity game. It actually means something. It matters. And once again, we'll be on playback tonight. May y'all come check us out on playback five thirty p.m. Pacific, so eight thirty eight thirty Eastern Eastern time. Man, come check us out on playback doing this: the Phoenix Suns versus the Dallas Mavericks. So um, they only separated by a game: Phoenix and Dallas. That's what you're telling me, yeah. They only separate, so this game, yeah, this game, game is huge tonight. Yeah, wow, yeah, this game is game. huge tonight. Only separated by one mm -hmm. game. They can they can move up in the standards if they end up beating Phoenix tonight. They can they can get to that sixth spot, and they can put right. they can put uh, Phoenix back in the in the, in the playing tournament. 
That's a this, right. is, this and, is a big game tonight. That's and that's considered that's considered one of the rival games for a uh, rival mm-hmm. week. And then yep. next game that's considered a rivals game is uh OKC versus San Antonio. Right. And and again, I, I don't think that this is a rival game yet because again, we're talking about two teams. We talk about two teams that's on different ends of the spectrum. I mean, OKC is at the top of the league. San Antonio is at the bottom of the league. I don't think this is a rivalry yet. I think that it's a it's a matchup of two of the best young players in the game in both Chet and Wimby. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. But as a unit, I don't think this is a rivalry. But I do think that mm-hmm. they I do think the NBA is smart in what they're trying to do, Big Ox. They're trying to create mm-hmm. a rivalry between those two dudes. And I think it's working because you mentioned it before, and I see it too. I don't think I, I don't think Wimby cares for Chet. I don't. Right. I think he looks at Chet like, yo, I'm gonna bust this dude ass. Yeah. I think I think Wimby almost feels disrespected. Like, how dare y'all put him on my level? How dare you put this dude in front of me? Him? Are yeah. you kidding me? I think so. I'm I'm thinking that's how Wimby feels about it. Honestly, I love that. I do, big eyes. Yeah. I love that right there. You think this dude nice as me? Him? Yeah. No. Let's no. get to the bottom no. of that. <laughs> right. Um, and then, last but certainly not least, we have the Atlanta Hawks. And Dejounte Murray has been showing out these last, you know, last few games. Hit a, hit a couple of game winners too. They'll be taking on the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors. I, if the Golden State Warriors was playing the 72 and 10 Chicago Bulls, they would beat them, considering what happened not too long ago. The coach just passed away. So this is going to be something that's sentimental. And I'm riding with Golden State on that. I would be surprised if Golden State rolled Atlanta tonight. That would not surprise me if they straight blew them out, yeah. considering what happened to what, what, what they've been dealing with the coach. And I think it's going to be I, I, I think it's going to be a big deal in Golden State tonight. Definitely. Yes. Uh, before we go, we have this super chat from my guy Big. He says, "Sup, chill. Love the show. Uh, what you think of Doc's hiring?" Um, I, I think that it plugs a hole. I don't think it, I, I don't think it plugs all of the holes. They got a they got a bunch of personnel issues <clears throat> on that crew. A bunch of them. I think it I think it deals with a problem. I don't think it deals with the problems plural. So I'll be interested to see how Doc handles these guys. Really interested mm. to see how Doc handles these guys. Yeah, me too. Yep. Uh, the East, the East is moving around a little bit. Chilltown. I mean, Doc going over there. I'm sure they're going to make another move. Pascal mm-hmm. Siakam moves to Texas, Texas Towns to Indiana. Terry Rozier helps out Miami with some firepower. Um, the Knicks go and grab OG OG Ananobi. Uh, the East has been shaken up in these past two weeks. Yes, the East has. has been shaken up a bit. Um, so I don't think they've done neither, Big Ox. I don't. I don't think they've right. done neither. I don't. Do I. I and and if and if Dejounte and if Dejounte makes a move that keeps him in the East, for instance, if Dejounte was to go to Orlando, or mm-hmm. if Dejounte was to go to Milwaukee, that right there would be another major major move in the East, I believe too. Absolutely. So we let's everybody y'all y'all keep your eyes open. Um, I mean, has has the hierarchy changed at all in the East Town, or has it just been? Just moves? Is it just moves, or is it? It's oh, just moves. It's the, you still got the same okay. teams at the top of the league. Boston's still at the top of the league. Milwaukee's right next to them. Philly's in Philly's in third place. Cleveland is actually where I thought they were going to be. They're two games, two and a half games off the three spot. They're in the four spot right now. The Knicks are in the five spot. So I I, I think that the, the hierarchy is going to change. And we didn't even talk about the Knicks when they made that move for OG. That was a pretty big deal, too. That was a pretty big deal, too. So I I I I I, I like what's going on in the East. I do. I definitely like what's going on in the East. We got to kill that that narrative that the Eastern Conference is weak. 
You got to, uh, that's been, that's, that's been going on for so long and it's so generic, Big Ox. And it's so corny mm -hmm. to keep hearing it because that's not the way the East is anymore. It's not. That's just not true. It's not. The Eastern Conference is not weak. No, it isn't. The Milwaukee Bucks yeah. are tied for the second best record in the NBA. The second best record right. in the NBA. Even though right. I think they fools go, but they still are. Definitely gold plated. Um, but that was uh that's the Wednesday show, y'all. We will be back on Saturday. Check us out. Appreciate you for pulling up. You see those QR codes in the bottom left as well as the bottom right-hand corner of the screen. Check those out. Go see what PC merch is there. Y'all, man, grab some merch. Grab a hoodie. Grab a beanie. It's cold outside. Warm up. And what better than, what better way to warm up than in some Players' Choice gear, man? Y'all go make sure to check it out. Appreciate y'all for pulling up. We'll see y'all in the morning on um, the panel. We'll see y'all later on here in actually two hours on playback. Man, y'all get the playback. Check us out. And we'll see y'all on for the Chill with Chill on Saturday. Um, yes, chill Town. Hey, drink water. Put on a suit. Don't drink and drive. Hey, man, call your mother. Call you. I just talked to my mother a couple of days ago. I just called just to say what's up. Hey, Ma, how you doing? Call your mother. Mama is looking for you. Call your mother, man. Till then, take it light. Take it. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Absolutely. Dope stream tonight. Definitely. Definitely dope stream tonight.